how to get the most out of your cook staff. We're going to talk about that today on 10 Minute Food Truck Training. Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, ArmorAll, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every 20 you spend on ArmorAll products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at ArmorAll.com. ArmorAll, less work, more clean. Terms apply. Hi, my name is Bill Moore. I'm the founder of Food Truck Training Group, and today we're going to talk about getting the most out of your cook staff. Food trucks have to have a sense of urgency when it comes to delivering great food. Remember, your guests are already coming to you when they're hungry, so they're on the edge of being grouchy already. Getting the most out of your cook's line is all about TNA, training and ability. You as an owner have to train your line cooks on the details. So let, let's just take an example sandwich. I know burgers inside now, so let's do a burger. The first detail is where to find them. They're going to be held cold somewhere, so the employee needs to know where do I find the cold one to put on the grill. Where do I find more to replenish the cold ones? They have to know those details. They have to know where the burger is going to be placed on the grill and then what to do as it starts to cook. They need to know where to season them, when to season them, how much to season them, when to flip the burger the first time, the second time, the third time, when the burger's done. And they need to have the details on all of those. For example, you, if you cook fresh patties, you lay a fresh patty on the grill. It's going to be seasoned immediately. Then you got to explain to them what to do. Do you lay a second patty? Do you lay a third patty? Do you season them all at once? They need to know those steps. Then they also need to know when to flip it the first time. A fresh burger patty, the juices will rise up. And that gives you the signal that, yeah, it's probably time to turn it. But you need to tell them how big that pool of juices should be. So you need to give them details. If you're doing a frozen burger patty, the defrost ring around the outside. How wide should that be before you flip the burger? Again, you're looking for the details to signal to them when to turn the sandwich. So if you're not using timers, they need to know those visual cues and you need to teach them no matter how long their experience is, your food will be different than any other restaurant. And it should be. So hiring experience helps with the speed and a lot of details, but it doesn't help with all the details. So we're going to talk about when to flip that burger, when to flip it a second time. Again, the uh, juices pull up. How big should the pool be? Should you season it on that uh, first flip so that it's seasoned on both sides? Do you not season it? Do you season it a different way? Keep everything lined up and moving towards the assembly station so that the rawer food is on one side and the more cooked food is on the other. And that way when somebody glances at the grill, they can see how much food and what state of doneness it potentially is in. When you have a cook that just uses the entire grill surface willy-nilly, you got raw food mixed in with almost done food mixed in with medium cooked food. You don't know what's going on, so no one could ever take over for them. But if you keep everything lined up, you will move the food towards the assembly station as well as be able to glance at it and go, okay, we got plenty of burgers in a certain state. They need to know when the cooking process is complete and what to do with that burger. It, does it go straight on the bun? Do you have a holding station? Where's the holding station? How long do you hold the burgers for? They should know all those details. They should know how long the cooking process should be. If it's five, eight, 
10 minutes to cook something, they should know it takes this amount of time and they should not shortcut it. They need to know all the visual cues all the way through for the product. They need to know if we're going to be toasting buns, are we steaming buns, where are they held, how do I do it, does somebody else do it, am I responsible for it, do I put cheese on it, do I melt the cheese on it, do I put it under a salamander or some other uh, hot heating element, do I just lay it directly on it, do we have more than one kind of cheese? All those things they need to know. They need to be very aware of your menu. They need to know the menu as well as a cashier knows the menu. They should know how the cheese is melted. At what point is it over melted? Should it be caramelized? If you put it under salamander, should it have those little dark areas on it? Or should it not? All those details have to be explained. When should the second order be started? At what point do you place the food as soon as you see it pop up on the screen or as soon as you hear the guests say it or do you pop the food on the grill when the cashier repeats it back and you, you've got to have those signals so that they're listening to the business so what if you sell more than burgers what if you don't even sell burgers every food is going to have some type of process it doesn't matter what the food is it will have a process it will have visual cues that you know when to turn it stir it what to do with it and you need to figure those cues out and then be able to teach them to someone else if you sell burgers and fish and chicken you've got to have a process for how that food is dropped and when most restaurants go with a old-timey system where they go walks flies swims so if it walks like a cow or a pig you need to drop that first because it has a longer cook time. If it flies, like all the various birds, a chicken for instance, or a quail or a goose or whatever it is, that will be dropped next because it has a shorter cook time. And then the last thing would be swims, which would be all your seafoods. They have an extremely short time. And it's just another little signal to help teach your people walks, flies, swims. That's the order you drop the food when it comes in on a single ticket. So you have a family where dad orders a beef, mom orders chicken, and the teenagers order fish. That lets the cooks know when to drop the food so it all comes up done at the same time and at the proper temperature for serving. If you drop the fish at the same time you drop the hamburger, either the fish is done and sitting, cooling off, or the fish is overcooked because you leave it in to cook as long as it takes to cook that burger. So understand your menu and then be able to teach someone how to work well within the menu and the food that you serve. Everything has to have an order. This should be done first no matter what. This should be done second no matter what. Everything has to have a time goal. I mentioned that a couple of different times but let's talk about that specifically. If you have an order of a sandwich, a fry, and a drink, and it's a burger, a burger's going to take about five minutes unless you have a clamshell grill and you can get it done quicker. But let's just stick with five minutes. So five minutes. Fries, on the other hand, are going to be about three, three and a half minutes. So that means the burger has to start cooking before you even drop the fries. So that way they both come up at the same time. The grill guy, the fry guy, the expediter, anybody touching food needs to know the cook times for every bit of the food and that's just getting it to the assembly person or the expediter or whoever's going to be putting it into the bags or into a wrapped form or assembling it as a sandwich with maize lettuce, tomato, ketchup, pickle, onion or whatever it is you're making. If you get a complicated menu, this is why we always talk about keeping it simple for a menu, a complicated menu puts even more variables in there. If you sell burgers and sell subs, 
and sell a Philly cheesesteak, they all have massively different cook time. And the goal is for all the food to come up at the same time. So work out what needs to be cooked and when in any possible combination so that the cooks can have confidence. If you have a procedure that tells them what to do and when, they can gain more and more confidence, which allows them to get faster and faster because they know they're doing the job right by what you explain to them. And if for some strange reason your procedures don't work, refine them. Talk to the people that are actually doing the work and say, hey, does this work for you? Does it make sense? Do you find yourself falling behind? How can we tweak this? How can we make it better? Involve the people doing the work. You don't have to have all the answers. All you have to do is make the decisions based on their input. And that's it. So you don't have to know everything, but you have to be willing to make the decision. And you can only make good decisions based on input from people doing the job. So once they've taken care of all the food, they've got all the orders out, all the food has been prepared, wrapped, and taken care of from their station, the next thing that a cook should do, if it's a grill person, would be help. Just like we talked about on the cashier, help. Then they stock, then they clean, then they market. So your grill guy, or whatever the position is that takes the bulk of the cooking, again, takes the bulk of the cooking, the burger truck, clearly the grill guy is doing the bulk of the cooking work. But if you're on a truck that has a bigger, broader menu, you may have a grill guy, you may have a fry guy, possibly even have a sandwich assembler. Each of those have different responsibilities. So the cook is going to help whomever is closest that still has food to prepare, food to wrap, whatever. They're going to help. Once all of the food is out the window and into the hands of your hungry guests, they go into restock mode. They are preparing for the next guest to come in. So they're filling up the cheese and they're filling up the lettuce and tomatoes and the mayonnaise and everything else, getting more meat out of the cooler, out of the freezer. They're getting more food ready for the next rush. If you're not preparing for the next rush, when you have the moments where you have no guests to take or no orders to take, you will run out of food at the wrong time. So help your teammate restock your station. Then you clean your station. This is where a grill guy would water clean the grill if that's a procedure you use, or they're going to be wiping down, picking up grease spills and brushing the lettuce and that type of thing. They're going to be cleaning. Then they're going to sweep the floors. If they get all of those duties on their station done and the rest of the truck or trailer has been cleaned as well, they move into marketing mode. The grill guy you probably don't want to pull out of the trailer too far, but they could go outside and they could be waving a sign and as soon as somebody pulls on the parking lot, they can run back in and get ready to cook the food. Someone that has a less responsible cooking procedure, let's say you have a fry guy and a grill guy, the fry guy could be the one that walks down the road with the sign spinning it and gets farther away from the truck to grab attention to bring people to the truck. Send their cell phone with them so you can text them say, hey, time to come back. But the idea is that people that you need for immediate service would be the cashier and at least one cook stay within visual sight of your truck or trailer. And as soon as someone approaches, they stop their exterior duties and come to the interior. How can they market my business? What should their responsibilities be when there's no guests to serve and everything is stopped and cleaned and ready for the next rush? How can they help move the business forward? So there's a lot of information there and you've got multiple procedures you can do. 
I used a grill as an example, but it would apply to if you do sushi, it would apply to if you uh, use woks in that type of cooking apparatus, it would apply if you do tacos or burritos. Cooking is cooking, and no matter what you call the person, whoever has the primary cooking job needs to have procedures. And those procedures need to dovetail with the cashier procedures, with the sandwich assembly or the expediter or whomever is handling the food after it gets cooked. Could be one person, it could be two, could be three. But they all need to have responsibilities and, and detailed procedures that dovetail with each other. And they also need to know on the flip side of the fully staffed truck, the shorthanded truck. What do I do when it's just me and a cashier? How do I get all the food out? How does the cashier help me? Or if you have food that, that is able to, to get turned out quickly, how do I help the cashier? Those are the kind of procedures you need to have in place so that when you are shorthanded and you're going to be, don't even think that you won't, you will be, how do we get through this day? How do I get through being busy as I want to be and still handle the guests in a manner that makes them want to come back tomorrow and spend more money. Food tracking can be as easy or as hard as you want to make it. So we're talking about things to make it easy on you. Difficult to get started because you're going to be doing a lot of writing, a lot of thinking, and a lot of figuring out how things work. But once you've got it done, and it does work, and only needs minor tweaking, you have a successful food truck. Tomorrow we'll talk about an expediter or an assembly person or whatever you want to call it. It is somebody who does not have the primary cooking duties. You know, there are some trucks that would have two primary cooks, a fry cook and a grill cook. They each have to, again, have written responsibilities. But tomorrow we're talking about people that are not primary. They are doing the assembly or the plating or the side items, the things that are already cooked and they're scooping or portioning or preparing um, to finish off the product right before it gets bagged and passed out. So that'll be tomorrow. You guys have a great day, and I will talk to you tomorrow.